Hello and welcome to the Be Own Podcast. I am your host, Chloe. Today's episode, we are on the road. So you are with me in my car as I travel from one yoga class to the next. I taught a warrior workout class, the yoga-inspired HIT class. So super high energy, and now I'm headed to teach a vinyasa flow at Oconee Campus. And then later today I have one more class that I'll teach. So lots of yoga today, which is really exciting. Um, usually the days that I get to teach yoga are, are really fun and enjoyable. I love my students. I love the classes. I love the studios and all the places that I teach at. And so it's really special for <laughs> It's just so beautiful that I get this opportunity to share a practice and to make that a career, a supportive career for myself, you know, sharing something that has transformed and saved my life and to help be a facilitator for that for other people. So I feel just so lucky and grateful for the position that I'm in. And it also allows me a lot of time to study, do self-study, you know, research topics that are interesting to me, such as, you know, the chakras and EFT and, you know, all the other things that we get to talk about on this podcast, you know, like astrology and human design. So I just feel great about where I'm at in my life right now because I used to just have, you know, the usual nine-to-five jobs you know, or whatever hours, whatever hours. I know when I worked at the sex shop, it was like a four to two. So working from like like four or six in the evening to two in the morning, and that was just like so stressful and just got me completely out of the natural cycles of like circadian rhythm. So uh, that job was, it took a lot. It gave a lot, I will say. I learned a lot from working at Elations and Starship, and I kind of, I treasure that time, really, and the people that I got to work there with. Um, I actually ran into one of my old co-workers while I was going to get, uh, not a pedicure, but, like, I go to this place called Foot Palace, and they do, like, reflexology, and I just, I love being touched consensually in a non-sexual way, and so that place is fantastic because I don't usually like getting my nails done, so I'll go there, and they soak and rub your feet and put, like, warm eye pillows on you, and it's just so stinking lovely. So I ran into an old co-worker who happens to be working at that uh, facility, and so, yeah, just running into old friends, um, and I'm just, I'm happy to see them out of that place and thriving and just moving forward in their lives. And it kind of just made me think about all the people that um, have come in and out of my life over the past few years. We just had Valentine's Day last week, and that was, I love Valentine's Day. I love love. I love sharing love and sharing connection and making connections with people and helping other people connect with one another. So I I love that holiday, and it was really special for me because I got to teach a class. Uh, I brought Valentine's and a little sweet treat for everybody. I saw my old coworker from Alations uh, randomly at a store, so I got to give her a hug and wish her well. And then I also had an old friend from when I was living in Texas call me 
which she is in recovery, um, and to be honest, I, I kind of thought that I might have to prepare myself for the phone call saying that she was no longer with us, so I just felt so blessed and that she is still alive and here and doing really well. So it, it was a nice day of community and of, uh, you know, female friends and uh, connection on that kind of level. So I it was a really special day for me. Um, I'm a super romantic person, and so sometimes I feel like my expectations can be kind of set high in that realm, so I, and I love my partner, but we're um, just romantically, we express ourselves differently, which is great, because I, um, you know, it kind of, it has given me the opportunity and the space to kind of reflect on what, you know, what I hold on to as, like, symbols of love, and, you know, I've had to do my own self-study in that area of like finding out how I express love, finding out how my partner expresses love. Um, So to use those tools to, you know, better connect and, um, you know, show my partner or whoever that, you know, I do care about them in a way that they can, um, you know, take that in and actually like feel that that compassion, that connection. So uh, I'm always just trying to learn and like learn how to better connect with people and myself and that's kind of why you know that's why I'm here and that's what I'm doing with this podcast of just like trying to deepen my connection with myself through self-study through I mean talking through kind of exploring you know all of the different things that you can explore and dive into in your human experience and then you know figuring out how that is like with other people, finding out other people's experiences and, you know, how they view and perceive the world, which would be different, um, you know, and that's, that gives you good insight into how they're going to react or how, how they're navigating throughout. So it's just, I, I love this opportunity, uh, this opportunity of life to explore and experience and just, you know, be curious. I think that this is an amazing, uh, kind of an amazing gift, if you want to call it that, to just be here and to have this time and this presence. So I just encourage you to maybe take a moment to pause, take a deep breath, and just appreciate where you are in life now. It might not be where you thought you were going to be. It might where you thought you were going to be, and maybe you have mixed feelings about that, but wherever you're at, I mean, it's an amazing place to be, is in the now. So, you know, take a deep breath and take a moment to pause and be present. And I feel like if if anything arises within that pause, um, you know, good information to have so that you can discern maybe what the best option for you is. Maybe that pause gives you a moment to see, man, I, I have a lot of negative feelings about this. Why might that be? So just always using the information that, you know, you gather in a kind and non-judgmental way. Um, I I like the idea of being like Jane Goodall and watching the monkey mind 
and seeing what that does, but doing it in a way that's unattached and more in the observer seat instead of, you know, the role of the actor within the story. So I'm kind of all over the place. Driving, I feel like I knew I would ramble, but I was like, oh, I didn't realize I would ramble like this much. I'm kind of all over the place. So bear with me. We're on a drive. (laughs) We're on a journey. And so who knows where it'll take us. Um, So, yeah. Today, I think, gosh, I don't know what else I'm going to do. I have a pretty big gap in between this class and my Georgia Club class. And so I've been wanting to, I kind of fell off on my meditation practice as of late. Uh, this month, I it just hasn't been consistent as I was in January. And I've, kind of, I've been noticing um, just the effects of that, of feeling more scattered, uh, not as grounded, Um, yeah, just kind of feeling just unsure and being being afraid of that uncertainty. There was like a moment, I don't know what it was, but there there was this pause that I had and I had this where it was like I – I realized that everything was going so well, and then, like, the fear of, like, losing everything came over me, and I got, like, terrified for, like, where it almost, like, took my breath away. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, life is so good. Like, it could be just, like, so awful, you know, the flip of it. And so I had to catch myself in that moment of, like, making up stories and, like, diving into, like, this fear narrative of, like, this is the moment that everything's going to be pulled out from underneath me, and... um you know, all the, all the work and effort that I put into it is just going to, you know, that's just going to be taken away um, for whatever unforeseen reason. Uh, so I had to just stop myself because I'm an amazing storyteller and I will weave these stories in my mind that I start to believe and start to emotionally react to. And that's just not healthy because, like, we're not our thoughts. We're not the stories that we make up. Like, that's not even reality. You're literally creating that in your mind and allowing your anxiety to, you know, fuel, to, you know, further that. And then we react to people, you know. We, like, are short or closed off or, you know, more snippy because we've created this story, this narrative in our head where we're not safe. And there's, you know, fear and anxiety, and the body doesn't really know the difference of what the mind is creating, and so your body's reacting to, like, this fear and anxiety that's not even based in reality. (laughs) So I had to catch myself doing all of that, and just, I mean, sweet talk myself, you know? I think it's beautiful that this, that yoga and, like, self-love and um, meta-meditate-meta-practice, like, loving-kindness, all of that, they're practices. So even the part where you forget and get caught up in the cycle of thought is even part of the process. So I cannot be so harsh on myself when I notice, oh, shit, I've gone into that cycle. Like, it's okay, baby. Like, you're, you're a human being, but all is well. You are safe. You are loved. I love you. And you can just let that story go and, you know, and then just come back to the practice, you know, be present, be with yourself with sensation, you know. Um, so I, I like that because, like, over the years that I've been practicing this and really within the last, like, two or three years, I've gotten so much more compassionate with myself. Um, and, I mean, that's just a lovely space to be in, really. 
if, uh, oh, so I've been wanting to talk about kind of happiness and compassion and self-love because I feel like that is a practice that has really furthered me um, along, I mean, my human experience, uh, being able to be a teacher, uh, being just a, a human being, you know, the fact that I have this self-love, it's like the the filling of your cup so that it overflows to others. It's the putting on your oxygen mask before putting that on the person next to you. You know, the blood draw or the heart draws blood into itself and then pumps it out to the rest of the body. You have to have that self-love, that consideration, so that you truly can love and be kind to all beings without exclusion without that separateness because we're all connected and once I started to realize I mean really on like a true level because like I always knew that we were all connected I grew up listening to the Beatles and like very much believing in like we are all one love is all you need uh you know and it but I was I didn't have the element the component of self-love and that that lack was huge, and that affected all of my other relationships, because, like, I I thought truly deeply that I was, like, oh, I was, you know, available emotionally, I was just, like, giving my all, but there was, like, conditions placed on that that I wasn't even fully aware of, Um, and so, and it was all stemmed because of my lack of feeling worthy, and so I... Once I started, once I realized that um, that I'm not as kind as I thought that I was, um, because you know kindness and compassion that that is with all beings and that includes yourself, myself. And so, if you are kind to all beings, but you're not to yourself, is that truly being kind? And I, for myself, came to the conclusion that no, that is not. Um, and I know, I mean, I'm a people pleaser, and so I know that I will bend over backwards for somebody else, but I have that, but would I do that for myself, you know? And when I came to that clear conclusion, like, I know I wouldn't, that that was telling. That was a big moment for me because I was like, why? Why am I not just as worthy as anybody else? Like, who made that decision? I can't tell you who made that decision. Like, somehow I just got stuck in my head that I'm not worthy of, like, my time and effort and consideration and love and kindness. And I behaved that way, you know. And so, really, I could, I mean, I I believe you can love people, but I just think that it there's so much depth to that when you add the element of self-love, where you can really dive in. Because once you realize there's no separateness and that we all are one and that we all are, like, love and worthy of that and that includes yourself, you just can so much better give that to other people. Because, like, again, it is that, like, you are so full of self-love that it overflows to just every other element in your other relationships in your life. So I, I wanted to take some time to do an episode about uh, kindness, compassion, about happiness, and sort of the steps that I took over the past few years uh, to just 
cultivating that because just like, you know, being present, you know, it's a practice, you know, and I think that it's also something that, well, for me, I wasn't taught as I was a child, um, and the, um, I had a lot of people in my life who, the examples that they set were that of self-criticism, self-judgment, of, you know, of never being good enough and always, like, you know, your happiness coming from external sources. And so that's just what I learned, and I didn't trust in my own power to create my own love and my own happiness and to create the life that I want. And so, um, you know, I I want to help other people not go through that experience and to, like, truly know that you are inherently worthy, that you are loved, and uh, you, you should love yourself, you know, because... Nobody, I want to say that nobody else is going to care enough about your life and your experience the way that you will, you know, and you should, you should give yourself that power in being able to create the life that you want. And, and usually a lot of people, you know, they ask like, what's the meaning of life? Well, it's to be happy, you know, well, who is going to cultivate that and who is going to know what is going to best make you happy than you? So, and if you don't know, that's okay. That's a great place to start because you know, okay, I don't know. And you have like the whole world to explore and to figure that out. You know, we just have to like take down the barriers that are like keeping us like closed off and scared and um, fearful of exploring that, you know? So again, kind of a random tangent maybe when I get home I will sit down and collect my thoughts and collect my my books and stuff and do an episode on happiness and kind of the little steps that I took along the way to now uh, and what helped me kind of help uh, battle with my depression my anxiety uh, so and I mean I still will have those waves uh, where I am depressed and I just don't know why and I it's like you know you have depression. There's there's chemical imbalances in your body. You might not be feeding yourself well enough, it, but it's all okay. Like, get your vitamin, your vitamin B, drink some water, meditate, self-love. Like, it's all going to be good. So um, I have arrived at my destination, and so we're going to wrap this little little episode up so I can get in and get set up super early. Uh, but yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Own Podcast uh, on the road. And if you liked this episode, rate and review, subscribe, leave me a comment. You can find me on Instagram at the uh, Be Own Podcast. There's like underscores in between there, but you should be able to type that in and find me. Reach out to me. Let me know where you're at in your spiritual path, in your life, in your human experience. I would love to know. I'd love to know about your interests uh, and what brought you here with me. So until next time, please all take care and namaste.